Welcome to Small Talk, a podcast of Connect Church where we discuss practical ways to lead your small group and small group ministry. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Justin, the small group's pastor at Connect Church and your host of the Small Talk podcast. I'm here with our co-host, Pastor Zach, worship pastor of Connect Church. Excited to be here again. So uh, let's get this thing going. I'm excited you are here. How's your week been? You know, it's been pretty good. I, I mean, just had a really good week. Yesterday, went out to the lake for Labor Day, so uh, had a really good time out there with some friends and family. How about yours? It was good. I spent some time with family and took my oldest son, he's five years old, to see the Lion King. He hadn't seen that yet, so we cried when Mufasa died. Spoiler. Uh, don't spoil it, bro. Come on. I know. If you've not seen it, you're 30 <laughs> years late. <laughs> 30 but, years late to the party, huh? Yes. No, it was a great day. And man, I'm excited because today we're jumping into our people series of our podcast. And today we're talking about the dominator. You know the dominator, Zach. Have you ever met someone who can speak while breathing at the same time? Well, you I mean, know the person, Pastor Zach, who has mastered the art of exhaling and inhaling while talking. So you're talking about like... You know, no, no, no. I mean, the, the most knowledgeable person in your group. Illustration. The person who has it all together. The dominator. The dominator. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. Well, good, because I've never, ever in my life struggled with being the dominator. I mean, I think I've met one Pastor Justin at least. You know Pastor Justin? One Pastor Justin? No. Okay. Okay. Well, good. We'll get All right. So, anyways, <laughs> dominators, other people, not me. Exactly. It, yes. Maybe you too are listening to us talking about the dominator and think, man, I, I don't know. Maybe they're talking about me. Where there's good news for you, I mean, dominators are not our enemy. They're not bad people. In fact, dominators are typically very knowledgeable and kind-hearted, and their intent most of the time is incredibly pure to bring value to this to this discussion. They are uh, are serious about what they're what they're dealing with and are looking to engage with other people. Dominators are needed, really, in all of our groups because they're the quickest to respond and communicate and talk. And without them, a lot of times groups could tend to be very boring and quiet. If you've ever been in a group without a dominator, where you're just struggling to mm-hmm. pull answers and get people engaged, it can be a very difficult thing to do. Dominators are good people to have around, but they must be managed. What's the secret in in your mind, Pastor Zach, based off of your experience in dealing with a dominator? What's some advice you would give those listening? A secret. Well, to me, the dominator is usually the exception. You know, as you just said, the dominator is someone who, like, it's not, there's not a dominator in every group. Most groups are filled with uh, people who are afraid to speak up, right? But when you do have a dominator, I think that um, really the secret is to, to try to, I know this sounds, and we'll talk more about this, but, but to try to, to figure out the moment when they are stopping to take a breath, right? <laughs> and learning <laughs> how, two. yeah, learning how to manage it and get that moment in where you go, you know what? Yes, I agree with that. Now, hey, so-and-so, you know, you go to another person real quick. What do you think about that? Right. And then if that, because that kind of, that kind of communicates to the dominator that, okay, he's trying to get other people involved. You know, the importance of that is because that that is exactly what you have to do with the dominator. You're looking for ways to essentially finish their thoughts. Yes. And, And the secret to being okay with that, if that's not your personality really is found in understanding that everyone else in your group is desperate for you, the leader, the facilitator, to do something. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone is. They're looking to you. And if you're not leading in that way, they're not going to engage in that way. And a dominator absolutely will take over their time. A dominator is looking for a leader, and so is everyone else in your group. And if, if we refuse to do that, then they've taken over. Yeah. And so that's an important point. In fact, I would say that's probably the most important point when dealing with a dominator. I want to tell you guys this, and I mentioned this at the beginning, but as we go through the People series, we're going to have some fun every week talking about dominators and other personality types we encounter. But it's important to remember that this is really um, about learning to love every individual in our group. It's not finding ways to exclude people. It's not finding ways to push people out. In fact, we're all made with wonderful things that people love, and we're all made with things that drive people a little bit crazy. You know, that's how God made us. We're all quirky in that sense. That's, that's our personality and who we are. And there's really beauty in the fact that the body of Christ gets along despite those things. Yeah. And, and we have to approach it that way. I guess what I'm trying to say is no personality type that we're going to talk about, but especially dominators as well, um, are the enemy. And, and in fact, when it comes to dominators, dominators will bring profound points to the conversation. Dominators... Um, because they're pure-hearted most of the time, can be turned into allies. Mm-hmm. And what I would tell you is one of the best things you could do with a dominator is when you're done with your group time and you've had to cut them off three, four, or five times to the conversation, man, find a minute at the end of the group to go up to them and, and compliment them while also giving some direction. Essentially, you say, hey, Zach, man, thank you so much for every week coming in and bringing incredible thought to the group. Yep. And, and being willing to discuss, hey, going forward, man, I want to I make sure we're trying to get everybody engaged in the same way that you are. And so as you talk, because I want you to talk, but as you talk, man, do it in a way that we can help draw that out of others as well that aren't as comfortable as you are doing that. If you could help me with that, yeah, that would be a great thing. I mean, you could even, I mean, it's just getting to know people right. in your group. You know, like we said the first five minutes last week, how... You, the th- the things you learn in the first five minutes about somebody are things that carry on for the rest of your small group time. Their name, what they do, you know, their relationships that they are part of, whether it be married, marriage, or, or whatever it looks like. Right. Um, those things carry on, and so getting to know them better to where you can even joke about it with them. While, if they're dominating, go up to them afterwards and say, "Hey, man, thank you so much for what you do." Without you. This group would be basically silent, yeah. you know. Just kind of make it make it funny, but then kind of like what you're saying, tell them tell them your purpose behind the group, which is we want to get every single person involved. That's know? right. That's right. So uh, I mean, I love that, and that's that all fa- sort of falls under the main thought, which is no one's the enemy here, and and it's our job to lead out in a way to engage people in that. There's an article that I've actually attached to today's podcast that gives us some more direction about dealing and facilitating and leading our group. I want to encourage everybody to take just a few minutes and read through those five things. They're really very practical, and I'll go through those as we get ready to close out here in just a minute. But before I do, um, Zach, in your group experience, I mean, what, what's some principles you bring into your group that help everyone discuss and not just one person? Are, are there some things you do that really encourage the whole group to take part? Um, I think it's, first of all, be okay. I know we're talking about dominators today, but be okay with silence. When you ask the question, depending on what the question is, whether it's a deep thought or or whatever, uh, when you ask it, don't be afraid of, right? 
I'm so uncomfortable. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but don't be afraid of it because right. uh, some of these questions you're you know you've been preparing all week to or maybe five minutes before, yeah. but you've been preparing <laughs> and you kind of have an idea of what that answer is. Whereas the other other people that they're hearing it for the first time, so don't be afraid of the silence. That's probably that's right. the, a big one that that I would say uh, that's being comfortable with it basically yeah. is one thing that I've I've tried to to learn as I'm leading my groups. I love it. Love that. You know, there's five things you're going to see in that article I wanted to go over on our way out today. Number one, don't teach or preach for the entire time. Yes. Man, it is so easy. And easy for me is I go into a group, if I feel like I'm not getting a lot of engagement. Yeah, the silence thing is happening. Yeah. Right. Then I dominate. Yes. All of a sudden, the leader who's meant to facilitate and draw out and, 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 and help people engage in discussion becomes the dominator. Yep. And so don't teach and preach the whole time. You we became about what this. you swore to destroy. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. How could you? you know, we talked about this last week, but lead with questions. You yes. know, set the example in in what you're looking to get from other people and in, in those things. Um, manage personalities. You know, stay in control and offer an explanation. We, we we especially with dominators to go up with them afterwards. If you feel like you offended someone or or maybe hurt their feelings in something you had to say or do during group time, man, explain afterwards why you did what you did in an encouraging way and what your goal is when it comes to your group. I love this one. Make an announcement. If you know you're getting ready to go into a deep sort of you know discussion in your group, don't be afraid to say, hey, we're getting ready to dive into some pretty deep stuff, and I want everybody to have the chance to communicate. So when we're talking, make sure you're aware of how long you're talking and try to hold it to two or three minutes so that everybody can get a word in and we can see where God That's good. wants to take yeah, us Set today. the expectation on the front end. Yeah. That's good. Man, set that expectation. I love that. Set the expectation on the front end for people, what you're looking to get. Um, I, the other things, man, be real. I mean, Galatians 6, 7 says this, it teaches us, I mean, you will reap what you sow. As a small group leader, if you sow seeds of authenticity and transparency by demonstrating it to the group, you will reap a harvest of trust from them in return. What an amazing thought. Yeah. When you sow transparency, you reap trust. Getting to know people. Yeah, get to yeah. know them. And they want to get to know you as mm-hmm. a leader, man. They, think about that. They, they, they want to get to know you. That's an incredible thought. Um, and the last one you'll see in the article is listen with compassion. It's one of the most important parts of ministry. Uh, make sure to pay attention to everything being shared. Listen with your eyes. Listen with your body language. Listen with your mouth closed. Most importantly, <laughs> listen with your heart. Um, if you're going to remember anything, remember this. Great ministers are great listeners. And when we're distracted and communicating with someone, they can tell it and they know it. And it comes across to them like we don't care. Yeah. So listen with our hearts, is a, with a minister's heart in mind. And you know, it's so easy to listen while thinking of a of a response, right? Or or listening while trying to think of a way to to fix their 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 problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whereas just listen. Soak it in. You don't have to know everything, but just soak it in and really pay attention to what people are saying. You know? That's right. Yeah, I love uh, it. It shows them that you care. It does. And that's the goal. Yeah. It, I mean, that's really the goal for us, man. It's, being, it's understanding that being an effective leader and facilitator is all about getting our focus on others and helping those that are in our group getting their focus on others as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that's part of being a Christian and believer, 
But helping our groups demonstrate that is really the goal when it comes to managing the people types that are in every single one of our groups. And so it's been a good week. This has been Small Talk 10, this week 11 minutes. So you are welcome for an extra minute (laughs) of, uh, of, of ministry discussion centered around small group ministry. So hope it's been meaningful. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you soon.